Welcome back, everyone. This is now season two of PJ Black Circle. My name is Wes, and I am accompanied by my good friend, Nino. How you doing, buddy? I am amazing. How are you? Uh, you sound great on your first intro, man. You sound amazing. Yeah, a little curveball to the audience today. So that was kind of fun. Thank you for that. It wasn't even anything special. Just kind of wanted to take it in on, take a chance on it. It's totally special. Yes. Can you believe we are back, ladies and gentlemen, season two, episode one. I know you missed us all so very much and we missed you. And boy, dude, we got a we got a lot to go over. And we took on a project. What a project we did, right? It was an, an impossible task almost. Tell us, tell us what we're, tell us what our task was. Yeah, so we're just going to get right into it. There's so much content on this week's episode. Again, not only, uh, you know, teeing off episode or season two. Mm -hmm. So we, you and I decided to do our own little March Madness bracket uh, of 64 Pearl Jam songs that were um, randomly paired. Yes. Randomly paired. So that was a fun part of that. So that was about a week and a half ago where... We had some wine and uh, <laughs> and pulled some random songs. It wasn't the sixty four were set, but we just pulled them randomly together to see where the bracket would be played out. Yeah, we're going to share our results. Each one of us did our own separate bracket, so you have your own final four and winner, and I have my own. I'm excited to see where the, some of the prairies ended up. To be honest, yeah. With you. Holy crap for this assignment, people. If you ever do something like this, give yourself a couple weeks because much akin to March Madness, it is not done in one day, let me tell you. So yes, I'm going to say it right away. If no one is really enjoying the songs, I will let everyone know Wes picked all 64 songs. That's right. It's totally your fault. No, I was just joking. (laughs) I know know, it it was hard to even do that because at the end of our little pairings, I was like, oh my God, I forgot. Like one of my favorite songs. You're like, too bad, dude. Uh, So So, yeah, it was super cool. Uh, 64 songs chosen, kind of all crumpled up, stuck in a hat, right? Printed out a blank bracket, got some, you know, I opened up some red for Ed. Uh, Wes was on the other side of it, jamming down some of his yeah. fine vino. Right. And I think the longer our little drawing went, the looser <laughs> we all got, which was freaking fantastic. And so what we did is we just drew a song at random. And it wasn't like it was a number one seed, a number two seed, right. a number this three. This is very important. This is very important. Right. So we didn't really have... Well, this is already the best song, so we're going to put it number one. So no, we, you know, we had one song, we put it on one side, next song went on the other, and then so far and so forth. So the pairings ended up being completely random, which was awesome. And in some cases, a complete nightmare to have to work your way through we weren't eliminating songs like we were a couple episodes before, like, you know, what songs would you eliminate because maybe Pearl Jam could have put a better song on their album or whatever. But man, some of the decisions that had to be made to work your way into the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm yeah. glad we took time to do this. Before we start playing a little bit, how did you how did you start to whittle down? Did you listen to every song? Were you kind of doing some chooses going back? How did you kind of start to formulate that? So I 
kind of did it two ways. I went through and without listening to the songs, just kind of off of my historical database, basically like which song do I really like more? Which song would I ever kind of, which would I choose over that one? And right. I quickly did it, quickly finished it up. And then through the last 10 or 12 days, I've been listening. I put a little playlist together on my iPhone and, and I was just randomly listening. I was like, okay, I think, yeah, no, that that's right. That one probably would beat this one. And then I, I found myself making a few changes. So uh, I went historical database and then I kind of um, <laughs> nice. kind of went back and, 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 and kind of made some adjustments as I, as I found some boy, uh, it was, it was so much fun. Uh, you know, there was a point where I was like, gosh, I am listening to so much Pearl jam. This is the best <laughs> week and a half of my life. So in the beginning, you know, I'm looking at some of the pairings that we had to go through. Now, let me preface this episode with if you are not a, a Pearl Jam fan of any kind, you might still enjoy this episode. But if you've been a Pearl Jam fan for a long time, you're going to maybe have some of the feelings we had. We're like, holy crap, how am I going to have to pick one out of these mm -hmm. four or one out of these eight? And so those listening might not know the names or what all these songs are. You know, we don't have a ton of time to break down each song. But I thought what might be fun is let's go with tell me what your sweet 16 is. OK, and then and then here's the cool part. Once you get your kind of sweet 16, let me know some of those pairings or some of the as the tree got bigger. Right. For the songs, what were some of the, you know, sweet spots in this bracket that were maybe easier to go through, harder okay. to go through, things like that. Yeah. Okay. So my sweet 16, and we'll start, if we, if you look in the upper left quadrant of the typical bracket, okay, so yeah. let's call that yeah. upper left, right? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. have, I got id, in my tree, last exit, smile, and then now we're in the bottom left quadrant, okay? Uh, footsteps, mm -hmm. daughter, given to fly, sometimes, and now I'm in the top right quadrant, I have State of Love and Trust, Animal, Red Mosquito, Release, Alive. Oh, now we're in the bottom right quadrant, excuse mm -hmm. me. Alive, Black, Indifference, and Light Years. Wow. Tough already. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it's tough, right? Because, yeah, because if you, I mean, we're not going to get into the full like round of 64, round of 32. That'd be, that'd be kind of, that'd be a little bit long. But like even the first matchup in the top right quadrant, we had Rearview Mirror and State of Love and Trust. Like it's just an impossible pairing there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to get to get to the Sweet Sixteen, you had to fight some battles to even get to the Sweet Sixteen, right? Well, you had to fight some crazy battles. For instance, you know when I was looking at some of the starting points. So, for instance, ladies and gentlemen, people at home, there's a, a set of four songs. I've got "In My Tree," "Insignificance," "Hail Hail," and "Breath." So. How do you even start to work through that? It's so crazy hard. And then on the other side, I've got immortality, indifference, hard to imagine, and brain of Jay. I mean, we've got some crazy hard sections to work through, right? So, okay. So I, yeah, on that one, you just called out indifference one on that quad, that little period of four. It's hard, right? Yeah. And then another one, you know, that was tough. Yeah, I've got save you, go, alive, and even flow. Like, really? 
I have to battle alive and even flow and go all right next to each other. So mm. what was fun with this exercise is as the bracket started to take shape, there were some sections I was like, okay, this will be pretty fun, pretty easy to move through. And other sections I was totally dreading that I didn't even want to start listening to the songs. Cause I'm like, you are forcing me to pick mm-hmm. between these songs that I love so much. And it was, it was a very introspective type of exercise for me. I found myself trying to figure out how and why I'm making these choices. Right. So not only was I choosing, but I'm trying to figure out as songs start to eclipse other songs. Why? How? Mm -hmm. How do we even do this? So is it Ed's voice? Is it just his power? Is it his poetry? Is it Mike's guitar just slaying all the way through a song, right? Is it the feeling I'm getting? So what I found is that as I started to move in from the Sweet 16 to the Elite 8, not only was I trying to figure out maybe what is a complete song start to finish musically, symbolically, but really I started having this physiological response where, you know, when you hear a part of a Pearl Jam song and it doesn't matter how many times you listen to it, the hairs on your Still arm start yeah, yes. standing up, yes. you start to get the feel like that cold chill on the back of your neck, you yeah, know, man. you get I turned do. on and all the right <laughs> places. You're just like, oh my gosh, this is where it it's can't at. Add. Right, right. So what I found myself doing is I listened to all the studio versions. I literally listened to 64 freaking songs start to finish. Like I barely finished just to get ready for this today. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I had my headphones on. I'm listening to all the studio versions loud. I mean, loud. I mean, did you listen listen to them as they're paired up or you just listen to them in in Yes. Yes. So what I did is that, you know, when I had some some songs battling each other, like I had, you know, some songs right out the gate, I had to battle wash versus I got id. Mm -hmm. I had to battle present tense versus corduroy. I had to battle in hiding versus breaker fall. I'm like, oh, my God, will this just nightmare awesomeness, please stop because it was so hard and I'm cranking it up. So much like the other podcasts where we had to eliminate songs, you know, moving forward is tough. And so one thing I definitely did not do was go onto other social media websites or anything like that, or put in what's the best Pearl Jam song or get ideas of what other people were, you know, like or need, because I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this, this whole podcast, much like everything we do is super subjective, right? Mm -hmm. So by the end of this, let me foreshadow, we might get to something and you guys listening might be like, you guys are so dumb. How did you even (laughs) get to these songs or how did you even pick? Why isn't this song in here? Yeah, because it's all feel. I did this off of my favorite songs, my favorite 64, right? So so I can understand that people listening would say, no, come on. How could you, how dare you put... um, spin the black circle over off he goes or whatever it is. Right. 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 So yeah, this, I, I completely echo this, you know, where I, I went through this thinking what, and you, you highlighted what's the one, what's the songs that does this song make me more emotional 
Is this song, right. do I feel more when I listen to this song over this song? That's pretty much what it comes down to. So Right. Yeah. And it also depends on what type of emotion. Because right. the emotions I get when I listen to release or hold on or come back is not the same feeling I will get from alive or once or animal. Right. Right. Those are to- those are like six totally complete different songs. Yeah. So what I found is for me, I'm trying to figure out not only my quintessential Pearl Jam song, I guess, because we are playing a game. But what is a song that's really going to represent the band when someone hears it, even if they don't know Pearl Jam, they're going to know it's Pearl Jam. Right. Or they're going to know it's a sound or it's so distinctly the sound of that band. It could be no one else. Right. Also, because I had so many different thoughts and so many different feelings going on. I found myself as I was starting to move towards the center of the bracket. I had this crazy mix of songs that kept a nice pace that are moving, that are rocking versus songs that are slower and maybe don't have much variation. For instance, when you have indifference, right? Right. It's pretty much the same melodic feel through the song. Mm -hmm. There's not really much variance in that song, even though the the content of the song and the poetry in there, man, it hits so hard and so deep, right? I mean, it is just you turn that on at one in the morning after a couple beers or whatever, and you just jam out some indifference. I'm like, I don't know. Should I cry right now? Am I crying? Am I feeling happy? Right. What's like, no you're matter definitely how definitely many... singing loud. You're definitely singing loud. You're totally yeah. singing loud. And another <laughs> thing is, is sh- shit, man, you know, certain songs, of course, that come from the early parts of their, of Pearl Jam's career. I've obviously heard way more times. So is it just so, certain songs so ingrained in my DNA that I can't not choose you it. You can't not choose. Yeah, no, there's a part of that too. And <laughs> you know, so yeah, so it's it's kind of a you can hit the nail on the head. Like I would feel like I would be in my doing myself and my adolescence Wes disservice <laughs> yeah. if yeah. I didn't get this song to where it needs to go. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I was, yeah. So there was that too. So my Swix, sweet 16, we had some similar ones. We okay. definitely are not even close to being a hundred percent together. So our brackets are already busted, which okay. is great. That's right? great. My sweet 16. I have wash versus breath. I have comeback versus smile. Hmm. Okay. So we have one, we only have one there. So smile is the only matchup there for us. Well, you know, when I'm doing my, my sweet 16, yeah, I've got, you know, in this one section of the bracket. So you've got, you know, basically four songs out of each bracket, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To create the 16. So in one part of the bracket, I've got wash, right. breath, come back, and smile. Yeah. Out of, I was saying, you and I are only matching on smile on this one. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And how did That's- you not pick breath to go farther? What the hell is your problem, dude? You've been saying that's like one of your favorite songs of all time. Where is I it? I do like that song. <laughs> <laughs> like, where the hell is it, man? Yeah. So, right. um, also right. in the back of my head when I was doing this, I was like, I wonder if Wes is picking this song. Yeah. There was I wonder what he's going to choose. So, so then underneath the four underneath, I've got present tense, deep, given to fly, and amongst the waves. Hmm. 
Very so, interesting. Yeah, we only have given a fly on that one too. So right. we're batting two for eight, one for four. That's okay. That's okay. And that's why we do this, uh, folks, is that, you know, like we've always said, Wes and I, you know, we come together over the love of Pearl Jam, much like everyone out there in the universe, the millions and millions of fans that these guys have. We're just dying to see these guys in person. I know they recently had to push back the tour again to 2022, which is probably the safe thing to do. But man, I was hoping they might rip off one show in Europe this summer. And at least we could record it and watch yeah. it on YouTube or yeah. something just to see the boys again. You know what they should do, dude? You know, the Foo Fighters, when they have their um, albums come out, they'll go into their, what, 606 Sound Studio or whatever it's called. And they will, uh, on video live, they will cut their whole album front to back. And I'm like, we're in a pandemic. Pearl Jam, can you please just like go in the studio? Even if it's Gigaton, just just film it for us, dude. We haven't seen you play these songs live yet, ever. I, I want to see yeah. what they look like when they're playing these songs. Anyway, I'm getting on a tangent like we always do. They so are probably quarantine hair oh no mike's keeping it pretty fresh i think I, i've seen him late right recently quarantine oh yeah pretty yeah yeah he, i'm he sure always Stone, looks good stone's got the quarantine hair probably going you think you know he know. goes back and forth i, yeah, I know I, he does i you know if they're smart what they should do is they should try at, at 2020 is um they should have said uh, about a year and a half ago let's grow all grow our hair out so when we go the first time back on stage it'll be like 1996 and let's just see how much hair they you know matt cameron dude he's always had the tight crop so even when his hair was long it was never really that long you know what i'm saying (laughs) he always looked like he could dress up no problem yeah um so anyway i got now my other side of my bracket so then i've got rearview mirror animal faithful and release Mm. okay Mm -hmm. and then under that i've got alive why go indifference and hold on. Mm. So I was thinking about you because I had to battle black versus why go. I saw that you took why go on that one. That's dude. And so mm. what I started to, when I started to slowly, what I, uh, the, I, I kind of started to develop a pattern. I don't know if you were in the same pattern or reverse as I started to slowly whittle away the slow jams. I'm sure you did. Yeah. And it's not because I don't absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love these songs because when I listen to black, holy crap, dude, just that whole song, it just gets me in a whole different way than why go will be getting me. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if it came down to the feel of the song, the topic, the content. Yeah. But, like I, that. but I also see that you oh. took, I also see you took Indifference, which I took Indifference over Hard to Imagine. I don't know if you had Hard to Imagine or Brandon J, actually. but And then neither of us took Better Man. We both took, well, you took Rearview Mirror. I took State of Love and Trust. Interesting. And Yellow Bed better pass release on both of us. No, no, it, it just won't. I'm, you know, I love me some, I love the end of the night when they will finish with that song. Mm-hmm. But for me... It's not the quintessential Pearl Jam track. It's just not. I'm definitely not going to choose uh, Yellow Leadbetter over Alive. You know, it's just yeah. not going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah, even so, in your bottom left bracket, you took Deep over Daughter. 
And I have daughter in the Sweet 16, yeah. I did. I did. And so a lot of it- It's just a different is, taste, man. Different taste. It's totally different taste. Yeah. And that's what's it. so cool about it. Yeah. Like, so, okay. So why did you take daughter over deep? I think it's just, the, the song is just, the, the the guitar is beautiful in it. And there's really no really, it just makes me feel happy. Even though- It's, it's super happy. <laughs> it just makes me, even though it's not a really, I don't think of a happy song, but it's just, it just, it's a- Really, it puts me in a fun, nice place. There's it a little is. nostalgia to it because I remember listening to that song because it was right before uh, Glorify G, which we haven't talked about Glorify G. It's not even in the bracket, but right, right. I would nostalgia. I'd be driving, you know, home from school, and I would listen to verse, and it'd be a daughter, and then Glorify G. So, could have yeah. been a little nostalgia, but yeah, definitely like deep. I do enjoy, but I don't think daughter. That was that was a pretty easy to choose for me. Uh, right i know you were gonna go that way (laughs) (laughs) now i i love i love me some daughter i love it at the show but when i hear a lot of pearl jam songs what i started to kind of feel is i mean that's not a a good example for my ultimate feelings which we'll get to towards the end but like when i hear mike just slay the guitar on deep i just start to think like I don't know many people that could play the guitar, how he's playing the guitar at, at this particular moment in the song. Mm-hmm. So it's not an excuse, but I would say most musicians, quote unquote, I am not a musician, but I would say most that can play the guitar can play daughter. I don't know that most musicians could play. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, That's moving fair. through deep. That's so, fair. so I'm starting to see this combination of what can Pearl Jam do that nobody else can do? How can Ed sing mm-hmm. a certain part of a song that absolutely no one else can even come close to, which is a majority of them, right? Right. The content, the meaning of the song, just the the ride that the song takes me on. Is it just the same all the way through? Or is there this, is there a buildup to a climax? Is there a buildup? Then it comes down, then it goes up, then it goes down again. So not only was I trying to figure this out, but as I'm jamming these songs like repeatedly over and over again, I think I just was obsessing way too much, but I was having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. I was I had the lyrics out as well too uh. on my phone. So not only for the first time in a really long time did I have lyrics out when I'm listening to Pearl Jam songs and Pearl Jam music. But I'm also now finally figuring out some of the shit that Eddie's actually singing and saying, because I'm like, I am totally not even singing that song the same way that he's singing it, because I don't know what the hell he's saying. Right. Even after all this time, I should have figured it out a long time ago. So did you find like, obviously, you're going to have similarities in a lot of the, you know, the, the, the topics that Eddie's going through. Did you find yourself trending towards a certain style of song? Um, versus another style or a certain topic versus another topic? Well, I think just because you mentioned it, whether it was how much um, appreciation we have for certain, you know, whether it's older songs or the songs that take us to a place where we were younger or there was some stuff going on. But I definitely tended to lean towards um, more the emotional songs. So for instance, even though I'd say present tense, this was one of the harder ones for me. You know, I had footsteps against present tense in a second. Oh, right? Right. Hard. How do you do that? Yeah. And <laughs> I know I know footsteps maybe taking a few steps, you know, no pun intended, steps back in uh-huh. uh in uh in your 
book when you read the uh, mama song stuff, but that was a tough one. And, and so maybe to answer your question, like where I had daughter over spin the black circle or maybe these, or I had last exit over comeback, you know, just maybe the older songs that were really uh, emotional was probably right. where I found myself yeah. going forward with. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what's interesting, uh, even the first little battle we had is, you know, rear view mirror versus state 11 trust. Mm -hmm. For me, that is very difficult. And I'm sure it would be with a lot of Pearl Jam fans. But when I really started to just listen to the studio track of rear view mirror, not the extended live versions that they do and they jam for 10 minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking straight from the studio, man. I, I started to remember just a lot of the feelings I was had. Like you were saying, you start to come back and have this, this like regressed emotion about, especially with that song for me, it's how, how life can just kind of beat you down. And it's just how unapologetic it is. You know, when he's saying, holding me down, hand on my face, pushing me down. Right. Right. And just the way he sings it. It's like, Ed's trying to tell me something. Yeah, and he so, uses the word emancipate, which is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, how do you put that in a song? Of right. course, only Eddie could do it, right? Right. And so for me, Rearview Mirror, I think for the longest time, uh, up till about maybe three days ago, so this is my first spoiler, was going to be my, in my final. Whoa. Which I was looking at, which I hadn't looked at this song this way in so long. And it really surprised me because I think it could just be... Uh, total conjunction of what's going on globally. Like we're locked down. We're trying to fight this virus. We're trying to get back to life. So everything in that song started to really come out of my pores as far as like what our family has personally been going through just to like, mm. how do we fight back to get some semblance of normal? We're getting our asses kicked and are we ever going to win this fight? And so it was weird that this song took on that type of meaning wow. for me and so it was it was driving it was i was like shit how is rearview mirror gonna come all the way out and beat songs like you know off he goes last exit release Alone, release yeah oh god yeah and then right? you check, but really how the mirror, hell like, do you do that like rearview mirror might have one of the like most powerful like climax type ending song uh vocals mm -hmm. of uh, of any Pearl Jam song. And that, right. again, that was probably even harder than probably the final four matchups. That one there was really difficult because of just the pairing with state of love and trust. They both rock. And, yes. um, yeah, yes, yes. We, we took, we were at a fork in the road really early, but, and, and you, you chose poorly. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, you chose unwisely very unwise choice oh my god i know you, yeah do you want to get into the elite eight or do we want, well do it, you... it's coming that way because you know rearview mirror went up to my elite eight so i had rearview mirror up against release so Ooh, okay here's this is what i'm talking about dude yeah i know so i release now, i release so now I've got the song Rearview Mirror and then I've got just the meanings as I was just explaining as far as how I was feeling about this song. Now I've got a whole nother emotional issue to go mm -hmm. through oh, for sure. in the song of release. And when I hear that song, it's just instant from the time I hear it at the beginning, hairs are standing up on my yeah. arm. 
Yep. Anytime I've heard that live, I'm just I'm totally taken to another place. And, you know, the whole stuff. I mean, like, how do you even start to work through the topic of, you know, losing a father and trying to somehow get back to him and seeing visions of him in the night and crying out to this person in the heavens that it, dude, it's just so, so hard to talk about and deal with. And so I've got life kind of smacking you around in rearview mirror. I've mm-hmm. got the loss of a significant patriarch in a family. And then I've got to work through kind of that whole feel, right? Yeah, right. You see where I'm getting I at? see what you're getting. And just to set the stage, you know, of course, I had State 11 Trust beating Animal in the Sweet 16. And I did have Release beating uh, Red Mosquito. So I had the parody of State 11 Trust and Release. And yes. you're right. Release is always one that, will will hold will be high in my list it's it's high you, you think about your relationship with your father or mm-hmm. i have i have a son and a daughter and it's like i know like that's like we kind of had some stuff with my boy on like we did a thing for us like a little painting for him and that was on there so like that song is always just super emotional and like you said it's an awesome intro to the the concert i've never seen it live um but yeah you can just feel ed and uh, right and, and what he's going through to that song it, it's it's like, it's really hard to beat that song every time he yeah. sings it yeah it's just holy crap dude and mm-hmm. um so for me okay here this is this was hard okay so you're gonna fucking hate me i'm so okay, sorry where, where, yeah, where are you going so i can prepare myself yeah okay okay well you know i don't know which way we want to go I, it seems like we have this major battle of for me, I've got rearview mirror versus release, uh-huh. and you had release versus animal, right? Is no, that how you? Have- I have state eleven trust versus release. Ooh, okay. So let's just get right into it, bro. Okay, we're gonna take each little elite eight and bring it into final four. Okay, sections. that's cool. That's so cool. Tell me about release versus state of eleven trust. This was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lost more hair on this one in my head because, <laughs> yeah, again, because you. State of Love and Trust, there's there's different okay. So you listen to like the greatest hits version of it, or you listen to the Redux where that's on there, or and my favorite version of this, which was on the unplugged, and it's just so I, I play a little guitar and I love playing that song. And so it was it's really it's just a, a amazing lyrically, and you can hear the passion in Ed. But again, we've already kind of I expressed my love for release. Mm-hmm. So it was it was difficult, but I chose my softer side of life to uh, to choose release to move into the final four in this it, quadrant. Isn't that what's so cool about just music in general is that the softest songs can have the hardest impact? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I'm for saying? Sure. And that's and that's super common across music. It's like sometimes the slow jams and the slow songs. Maybe it reminds me, you know, you or anybody of maybe the first girl you dance with, maybe the first time you fell in love, maybe the first time you were dealing with something difficult and you heard your song on the radio and you're like, and it's just all the emotion comes out. It's just so cathartic. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And so basically you have released now in your final four. That's right. Is this correct? That's right. Okay. So the only reason I didn't take release into my final four and I put rearview mirror in there, which is so hard. I was like, Wes is going to slap me through the computer. I can just like feel this pain coming from 
however many, how far away are you? Like 1500 miles away? Yeah, at least. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty much mm-hmm. is the song of release has just the steady movement all the way through, right? Musically, it's, it's, it keeps you on the level. It's really Eddie's voice that is moving up and mm-hmm. down and up and down. And that power is really what's bringing through a lot of the content of that song. So the only reason that I chose Rearview Mirror over release is because of just the just the basic movement of the song starts off with that. Oh, yeah. Build up. You get the build up and then it slows down a little bit and then it mm-hmm. comes up and that slows down and then it just crushes at the end. And yes. yeah. and just with everything that's going on currently. Okay. Then I I that, one kinda, that one kind of that one kind of. And again, if, if Rearview Mirror for me was in a different quadrant it would have gone much further that's Dude, it that's what that's what i'm so saying is yeah. like i'm so glad you said that because uh you know as i'm working through these brackets i'm just like oh my god why is this even over here next to this song why are you even making me choose why did you pick it this way but it was all luck you yeah know, it's, it's all like, random right it's totally random right okay all right hit me with another okay uh, so let's, of your... let's just go across the hall here so we'll go back to the, the top left quadrant uh, which again, I had, I got id up against in my tree. And when we were doing the drawings, the in my tree Madison Square Garden version, I do like better uh, than the studio version, even though I do like the studio version a lot. So I've been getting, per the uh, exercise with Mirror Ball, I've been getting into the Merkin Ball, uh, I got id and Long Road. And I've been just loving on I got id. Like, I it's just, so good, dude. I, I think, I don't know, it might be. My favorite time in Eddie's voice. Like, I texted mm-hmm. you over the weekend. I was like, I think Vitology might be, if I call that time between Vitology and No Code, might be Eddie's best vocal ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this one, and maybe in this one it was hard because, so I took I Got Id into the Elite right. Eight, probably because it's been a little, you know, even though it's an older song, I haven't been listening to it. Uh, I've been really just kind of getting into it recently. So, that's probably a little bit of that. So, and then on the bottom half of that, I had Last Exit against Smile. And I do like Smile because that's kind of got that Neil Young kind of sound to it. Totally. But I've always really liked Last Exit as a, a first starting song of Vitalogy, which is just lights you up. Yeah. So I have Last Exit getting into the Elite Eight up against I Got Id. Ooh. Right, right. Uh. So I was weighing this one back and forth. And uh, I even, uh, as of you know, this morning, I was I was going to make a change, but I decided to stay with my my choice. So I, I actually took I got it into the final four. Wow! Yeah, that is cool. That is so cool yeah. because that is uh, from the from the time you hear the first couple notes mm-hmm. of either Mike or Stone's guitar. I'm not sure who's doing the intro. To be honest, it starts cranking. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. You chose that because towards the middle of the song, that song, it, it, it's getting it's getting a little hard rocket. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I'm like for sure, I'm like loving that you're choosing that now. And you had that one bounced in the first round against Wash against Wash. <laughs> so I listened to those songs. I listened to each one two times. Right. I started. Uh-huh. I got it. Then Wash. Then I got it. Then Wash. And Wash didn't go much farther past that. Uh huh. Again, you're right. It's it's Ed's voice. And I don't know how many times Ed's voice at certain parts of certain songs just make me want to just 
have some type of emotional feeling. Yeah. I don't even know like what I'm feeling. He's like, he's forcing me to feel. Mm-hmm. And so when I was having difficulty with songs, if it wasn't the goosebump feeling I was getting that was pushing songs to the next level, it was, does the song give me, does it actually make me feel uncomfortable? So when I'm feeling uncomfortable, like I'm kind of on edge a little bit and maybe it's because of the the topic that's going on. I'm like, shit, it's digging deep, you mm-hmm. know? So I took wash strictly on just right. the power of Ed's voice throughout that whole song, which is crazy. Now, my portion over there, as okay. far as getting into the elite eight, I have smile versus breath. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was tough, but I had to choose. Okay, so you had breath. Breath went to the Elite Eight. Okay, and yep, smile. Okay, I, I'm with you. Yep. Now, did you have smile against Last Exit? I had smile against Comeback. Comeback, actually. Comeback. That's right. And That's right. again, it was Comeback was making me feel. Right. It was making. It was just. That's another hard song. That's like release. Now, if I had it to is. choose, like, if I had to listen to those like back to back, like, if I had to listen to freaking. Present tense, release, come back, hold on. Yeah, like four in a row. Just bust out the tissues right now, dude. I'm not even going to like get through the day. You know, it's so hard, right? All right. So, um, right. so breath and smile. Okay. And smile. Right? All right. Wow. So I was not expecting that. I, I wasn't either, but I again, didn't think this you is, were a big smile fan. Okay. All well, right. this is how the brackets play out, too. Okay. That's, so p- part of it is you know, you kind of choose the best one that come out of like a section of eight and move towards the center. Right mm-hmm. now, smile. I've always loved. Cause like okay. the first time I heard that song and you know, it's got, it's got the harmonica, yeah, the harmonica. Right? Yep. The whole song it's, you know, he, it's basically, you know what it's, you know what it's like to miss somebody. Uh, we all have that feeling. It feels like one of the, it feels like one of the simpler Pearl Jam songs. It as is. far as lyrically and even musically. And that's another thing. So when I had the lyrics open, as I started to move forward, I found myself, for the most part, not taking songs where there was just maybe two verses or maybe three short verses and a little bit of a chorus. Like mm-hmm. I was actually pulling through some substance uh, with the actual lyrics themselves. Now, granted, there are going to be a song where musically the song just ascends and takes you to another place and will carry you past the three minute two verse song, right? Because right. there's a lot of Pearl Jam songs that are about three and a half minutes long, but they're just so good. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I took a five minute song over a three minute song. Okay. Because in breath, I got two more minutes of wow. utter bad, bad acidness, if that's even a word. And when I'm listening to breath, I'm like, this is Seattle. I'm going to say the G word is Seattle grungy sound. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how we didn't think of that in yeah. the last couple episodes. Right. But man, it is just the guitar all the way through the drumming all the way through the up and down and the movement of the song. Shit. That song went pretty far for me. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So you took breath into the final four. I did. So now I've got breath and rear view mirror. And I have two out of four. I got id and release. Interestingly, breath and I got id not on studio albums, technically. Right. I know. Right. Yep. Nope. They're not. 
so very bizarre how how that shakes yep. out. But uh, right on, man. Moving on. Cool. You want to jump? Okay. So bottom left quadrant for me, and the bottom right one was the hardest. So let's call that one four. So this would be um, yeah. right below the last one we did. So I had again footsteps against daughter. So two soft, slow, slow burns, uh, and then I had given to fly, which was a tough beat on in hiding and sometimes Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. amongst the waves. And so we have some slow jams in this one here. Sure. So I ended up taking, because I just feel like I can actually put myself, even though we know now that the setting of footsteps is not where I thought in Ed's adolescent, like kind of bedroom where he's like thinking of his dad and stuff. Like I thought I could put myself like kind of in that setting, but now I think it's you know, <laughs> somewhere else, which is not, know, nearly, right? not nearly the place I thought it was. So I, and I, but I do love like the rawness of footsteps and the harmonics is, harmonica is beautiful. Uh, and it's almost just like him and a guitar. So I took footsteps over daughter and mm. then I took, mm-hmm. this was another one, a tough one. I took given to fly over sometimes, which I think sometimes is probably one of my favorite uh, leading songs uh, that in last exit. Yeah. But uh, so then I had, yeah. So now I have the matchup in the elite eight of footsteps and given to fly. And this one I did change. So when I first did it, I kicked, I kicked given to fly into the final four. But after listening again, the nostalgia and kind of when I first listened to, when I first had lost dogs, like I just could not get enough of footsteps. So right. I felt like I was doing myself a disservice. And I said, you know what? <laughs> a young West would say you have to put footsteps in there. Good so for you. We got pushed into the final four. So now I have, I got in release and footsteps. My uh, three of my final four. That it's super strong, dude. Super yeah. strong, super strong. And it, and it definitely caters to the music, the type of music I like from, from Pearl Jam. So I just wonder how much we are even on par or, and we don't need to be to like the masses out. Sure. I I know that's what Eddie is trying to figure out before every show when he's making the set list. Yeah. Cause he's basically doing that right every day, every set list. He's basically doing this exercise, right? Yeah. Crazy dude. It took me like two weeks to figure out how to get down, to, you know, whatever. Right. At least he can make a set list. So he can choose 30 songs, whereas mm-hmm. we're just trying to get down to one, which is freaking difficult. So don't forget people that are listening out there. We we do have an email. We'd love to hear. Uh, hopefully right. your, your res- respect, respectable feedback and not just crush us too much. You know, we 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 are fragile souls, so please don't annihilate us too much in, yeah. in the emails. But we want to know, like, kind of, are we even close? Are, are these songs even great? You know, maybe we'll do another. You know, there's going to be a final four and and uh, March Madness every year. So I right. mean, there's easily going to be another sixty four songs coming That's down right. the road. You know, That's right. So the email, yeah, just so you know, the email is now in the description of the episode. So. Um, you can easily just copy it from the, um, the download. Okay. Perfect. So, okay. So in that, um, in that section and that bracket down there, I have present tense going up against given to fly. So our given to fly is kind of hanging around each other a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, present tense has just so much amazing content in that song. 
And as I'm starting to get down to the, you know, Elite Eight, Sweet 16, dude, I'm just still in awe. How does one man? Well, it's not always Eddie. I mean, other people are writing the songs, but for the most part, how is one man have so much soul and creativity in one person and one body? I wish I had as just in my little pinky finger, just a little, mm. little touch of what Eddie's got, because this guy writes and sings about what is true, what is pertinent, what is special, what is difficult to hear. There's like nothing this guy isn't touching upon. And it's always fresh, right? And it's always different from other bands. And it's just, it was just still amazing to me that, you know, we all say, you know, Pearl Jam's my favorite band. Pearl Jam's my favorite band. But when you really start to talk about a certain band for a long period of time, like we have, and really start to think about it, you really start to take your obsession to a whole new level and really start to figure out a lot of the why of why we're liking something, why we're feeling a certain way, as opposed to just sticking in a CD or putting something on your iTunes is just jamming. It almost, it does. It almost feels unfair. If I was a musician, be like, like you just said for a guy and most, I would say he, Ed's probably, you know, credited for most of the, the writing of the uh, of lyrics and and whatever, but it, it's it seems almost too unfair that he's so creative and so good, and the music sounds it's, it, yep. again like you said, like even present tense, which is probably not a big mover when it comes to novice Pearl Jam fans or even right. mo- you know, maybe even just uh, novice '90s rock people, but like that song could have went to the final four if it wasn't matched against Footsteps with me. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's just so. Again, like you said, maybe it's um, maybe Ed even to today, even though he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, doesn't give the doesn't get what he actually is probably deserved from his his abilities. And I wonder if he wants it. Yeah, I don't think, not. you know, I've never really gotten that, you know, that he's searching for the prestige. He's searching for the notoriety that all of his loving fans will give him being someone that, like I said, I was lucky enough to meet this guy and spend a little bit better part of half a day with him and he's just he just wants to be a real dude he just wants to do normal everyday things you know when he's at home obviously right you know right. he just wants to have a, a life he doesn't want to be a rock star or superstar now definitely over the past decade or so you know i definitely feel like maybe he's more comfortable in his role as far as what he advocates for and the philanthropy he does and he's just so well spoken he's been definitely doing more interviews and being out there in social media a little bit more so definitely you know i thank him for that so it seems like you know it's a, obviously we're as we all grow it's going to be a different ed at 22 versus yeah 57 or wherever he's at yeah, right now yeah, right? right right so let me get back to this um so I got present tense going up against given to fly okay. and given to fly took out present tense for, and I was back and forth now with present tense. It's another longer song. And it's funny as I was breaking it down, all of the lyrics are in the first three and a half minutes of the song, but it's like a five and a half minute song. Mm-hmm. So at the very end, it just starts working through the instrumental. And that's where you have a little bit of rise in the tempo there. So, that was one reason I eliminated it because I agree. 
I kind of get lost a bit there. Yeah. The the lyrics don't continue yeah. all the way through, but that's what's so cool about the song. Right. It's totally awesome. And as I'm really breaking down, I don't know about <laughs> verse, chorus, verse, and bridge. how to yeah. write bridges and refrains and things like that. I'll, I'll leave it to the pros. I can't even comment on how to construct a song, but I like the fact that as I'm looking at these songs deeper, I'm noticing how they're trying to make each song unique. So with present tense, they're not doing the standard verse, chorus, verse of a song. They've got all the content in the first two thirds of the song and then just all instrumental on the back half, which is like nobody does that. But that's what makes it cool. And yeah. that's what makes it awesome. So I've got Given to Fly okay. in my final four. So now I've got Rearview Mirror, Breath, Given to Fly. Okay. Let's set the stage. Last one here. Dude, this 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 bracket was a biatch. <laughs> With the song, this one, yeah, this yeah, this is the more this was the hardest one for me. We have, yeah. I had alive up against black, which just even there, uh, if black was in a different um, bracket, it would have been in the final four. But I had alive surpassing black, narrow, oh. narrowly, narrowly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that song later. Indifference up against light years, and that was probably a pretty easy one. So I, I've always got loved listening to indifference, especially like you said, kind of like mm-hmm. midnight, you're like laying in your bed to listen to some Pearl Jam or something. Indifference doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get beat there. And how hard was it to get far? Cause the very first round you've got indifference up against immortality. Which yeah. Like, no kidding. Oh right. God, why right. the hell are we having yeah. to and then, through that? And then it's got to go against hard to imagine, which I think is one of the more underrated songs too. For sure. Right. Yeah. So then I have Alive up against Indifference. And I could set, you know, I could have a final four where it could be all slow burns. I got it. It's got some rock to it. But Alive is just always, and I keep going back to the nostalgia of this, like it's always kind of played its its role in my life. Mm-hmm. And the, the solo might be my favorite guitar solo of Mike McCready uh, and Stone. They play kind of play back and forth on that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you think about, how much that song has kind of changed and how that song is played live is, I don't know if there's a better song they play live. The whole concert just kind of gets the energy for it. So I took a live into the final four because I'm still alive. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, okay. One, another thing we want to tell the listeners is Wes and I have no idea what we chose. Even now, as we're talking live, we we don't know what song each other's pick for the final, the final, the final one, whatever the case may be. So we're we're kind of working through this together, which is really kind of yeah. cool because we don't want to have preconceived notions and kind of know what to expect right. or something like right. this. Right. We want to gauge like real life feel, real life responses and kind of like, you know, like if you're at a show. So this is kind of our yeah. make believe fantasy. Sure. <laughs> you know, Top eight songs. This yeah, that the, we're this in. Was, this one here was the hardest. This bracket. This well, the bracket was tough because you've got at the beginning you got save you go alive even flow dissident black why go dance of the clairvoyance immortality indifference hard to imagine brain of jay light years not for you hold on and gone. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just got if someone just played that whole set list, like if the boys just played that, what a show, dude! Right? What a show! So I had Alive going up against Indifference. Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going <laughs> to echo 
I'm just going to say ditto for everything that you said about Alive. Uh huh. Because I don't want to kind of talk about Alive quite yet, but I do have Alive in my final four. Okay. 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 I got Alive in my final four. So now I've got Alive, Rearview Mirror, Breath, and Given to Fly. Okay. And I have, I got id, release, footsteps, and alive. So we have one. Damn. Yeah. Alive is connected. Okay. We got some emotionally intensely charged songs in the final four. So if we put our final four together, we'd have a sweet set list of Mm -hmm. seven totally rad songs. Okay. Do you want to go first? What do you want to do? I'm so scared. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm delighted. Yes. Okay. You want me to go or? You go. Okay, okay, you go. Okay. You have no fear. No, I don't. I need, I'm, I'm pouring more wine, more red for Ed All right. while uh, you do this. So if you if you guys uh, hear me uh, clanking my bottle, no big deal. Yeah, a lie or I have, I got Ed match up against footsteps. <laughs> and what? I, what? I, I, I hear your bottle. <laughs> you hear my bottle? <laughs> yeah, there she funny. is. That was funny. <laughs> and because I've been... I've been on record, at least via text message to you, that I Got It might be the best lyric, the best vocals. Again, maybe listeners will be like, this guy's an idiot. He has I Got It. The his, best, Wes. Come on. What? No, in, I'm just joking. In his, <laughs> yeah. In the championship uh, round. Um, but I just keep going back to, I think there may not be a better, when he's doing the I walk the line thing, like mm-hmm. there may not be a better lyric uh voice in any song so i took that over footsteps so i got id beating footsteps narrowly and then i have the matchup against release and alive which you're you have basically you're matching up my two favorite songs in 10 which i'm glad it didn't end up a 10 like a 10 championship like 10 versus 10 yes i was desperately trying not to right 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 so I'm glad it ended up this way and probably because of I'd say alive is more of a, of a um, it has more of the whole band in it. Like it mm-hmm. has, has, like I said, an amazing guitar solo and the way that I I've already shared more about it. So I chose alive to beat out release. So now I have, I got it versus alive. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, my final four, I've got Rearview Mirror against Alive, and I've got Breath up against Given to Fly. So, Breath and Given to Fly. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. <laughs> I listen to this stuff so much. And it doesn't matter which of those two songs, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting feels, right? And I love me some Given to Fly. I've, I've told you about it, kind yep. of my experience with that song. And it did not beat breath. Whoa, it did not. And I was shocked because as I was kind of working through this over the past couple of days, I'm like, did you well, here's step my out? idea of did you what my final porch. Oh, I've, I've been on my porch. I've been <laughs> in the garage. I've been I've been in the backyard. I'm all over the place. I've been I've been looking into my third eye dude yeah. i've been trying to figure out what it is i'm trying to sense and That's feel what, yeah right okay Which, talking wow. about third eye i'm so surprised i didn't get in hiding up farther because i love i love everything about that song in yeah. hiding it's so freaking great anyway so i've got breath mm-hmm. and 
and I haven't worked a lot of breath into my musical repertoire a lot lately. That was always just such a crowd pleaser for me. And the first time I saw him play it was at that show in New York, Madison Square Garden in the city. And when they and I'm trying to keep it towards the studio this whole time, studio version, right? Right, right. Damn, dude, I never seen a crowd just freak out and explode when they started to hit it. And it was played perfectly all the way through. Everybody's singing it all the way through. When I'm listening to the studio version, if people were like, okay, you know, I I heard a Pearl Jam. Yeah, they were the band from, you know, like the 90s and they were a grunge band and things like that. Most folks won't know that no, song without it. No, right? no, no way. No way. They're going to know maybe like alive more than. Oh, that, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But if you put that in, I'll bet you. They'll like it. That and they're not only are they going to like it, but they're going to know who it is. Oh, for sure. They're going to know who it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're going to know the sound. And they that uh, there's something in there. Well, both those songs, everybody can relate to something in either one of those two. So I just couldn't get over Ed's performance in that song. Yeah, it's good. And Mike's performance in that song all the way through. And the way they just come together, it's like they're just pushing and pulling and tugging and fighting. And it's just this just this beautiful battle all the way through that song. So I I, I took breath. It's in my final. OK. Right? All right. Now, here we go. Now, oh my God, so hard. Now I've got Review Mirror up against Alive. And let me tell you something about Alive. Okay. When I first saw the song on the set of 64, I'm like, for anybody, this is just the, e- it's an easy automatic it is. choose. It is, man. It's just, e- it's like too easy. It's too easy. So I, I just can't pick it because it's Alive. Okay. It's Pearl Jam. It's 10. It's alive. It is, it's it's too easy. That's why you can't it's, take it. It's just it's everyone knows it. OK, it, everybody knows the feel. Everybody has heard that song. It's in your DNA. And for that reason, I could not eliminate okay. it. So, <laughs> so for that reason, right. it beat it beat out rearview mirror and you know, I'm I'm thinking the whole time as I'm looking at a live, I'm like, shit, it's totally creeping. How? Because at first I'm like, how can I keep the song out? Right. Not that I'm trying to keep a live out, right. but it is. It, it's such the easy choose. If people that know Pearl Jam or don't know Pearl Jam and they're like, name me a song. Be alive. Right. I know the song. Yeah. I know it. I know it. Even if I don't love Pearl Jam and I don't it, love it. It's been my favorite song since the first time I heard it. You know that song. Yeah. Right. First time I heard it, I was like, I never heard anything like that before. And, you know, when you say it takes on a whole new meaning, because when you read the lyrics, it's totally it's totally effed up. Right. Right. How do I how is it? It's so crazy. How do I like a song that's about like a mom hitting on his son and it's part of that mama son thing and it it turns into a psycho killer. And I'm just like, well, the evolution of the song is really, again, what has kind of pulled that song through and it continues to sustain. And you're right, dude. When they play that song, usually it's in the third set yep. closer to the end. Mm-hmm. By that time, the crowd is lit, dude. They are ready to just 
pop off and Ed's climbing scaffolds and he's doing right. his thing. I would it's have beautiful. Dude. I would, I would think that if I was, if we were talking to the band, they may say, this is just my, my expert opinion, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alive could be one of the most influential songs they've ever uh, recorded. Like that, Isn't that could, crazy. That could be the song that kind of not only validated them, but validated Ed, but kind of mm-hmm. took them to the next, even though, even though I think like even flow was probably, a, I think a, previous or prior single but like that song there i think is the most iconic when i like you just said like it's so pearl jam-esque has right the raw awesome lyrics amazing um uh, solos like that is why that song is why kurt cobain says they're not grunge they're too good at their instruments that's right yep that's i song. agree i agree I agree. Oh my God. Okay, so we're we're down to our final. Yeah, you've got two songs. You got yeah. Alive was, versus... And this one wasn't. Yeah, this one wasn't. I've even got even in. Hard. Yeah, this one wasn't even very hard for me. This is we already just. Yeah, this was alive. Alive to alive. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Too, it was too easy on this one. It's great. It's crazy how the bracket got easier out. as it gets later on for me. Because for me, it got way more difficult, but. Yeah, when you put alive versus I've got id. Yeah. For me, that's no contest. That's no contest. Even that, yeah, it's, right. They're both amazing. And I know some people that just will swear by I got id. I know quite a few people are like, this is my favorite Pearl Jam song. One, they don't play it a lot, right? right. True. So when you get it, yeah. when you get that in your live feel, you're like, fuck yeah, I needed that. <laughs> I, I notched another notch in my belt. Right. You know, I, I needed that. And it's, and, it, you know, I hear that when I hear that song, I think of the movie singles and I just think of 1992, mm-hmm. 1994. And I'm just like, dude, they got they look the part. They sing in the part. They got the feels. It's all amazing. So up until this moment, I have not chosen. I'm going to ah, show you. Okay. I've got I don't know if you can see. Yeah. Breath. I've got breath versus alive. And I've got alive. And this I've got one's not easy. For me. I've this... got nothing in the winner's circle because okay. I've been agonizing over this this morning. Okay. I listened to Alive five times. I listened to Breath five times this morning mm. already. And I'm just like You're still married. I'm yeah, and I'm still I'm still together with myself. I'm so comfortable <laughs> in my skin. So I've got two five minute songs going up against each other. Yeah. I've got five twenty for breath. I've got 540 for a life. They're both from the early, like these are from, these are baby they songs. Are. Baby songs, man. And I'm just like, is this really it. the way you did it? How, how did I, how is there so much material now? You 10 went. albums, 91 dude, B sides. <laughs> yeah. And, and here I am at the beginning. I was yeah. like, I was desperately trying to get something. new. I really wanted to have like an older song and a really strong newer song just mm-hmm. doing battle and just kind of get the feel a little old, yeah. little new. Yeah. Because I know this whole time we've been doing this podcast, you're like, dude, early PJ, that's where Ed's voice is. That's like where I'm loving this guy. And you're yeah. like, I like Pearl Jam now, but if I could have my druthers, sure. you know, I want the sound mm-hmm. of 1998 eddie vetter right and yeah, for me yeah. i'll take whatever i can get because okay. like i've always said i'm so hard up oh my god dude at this moment hold on I'm before still... you give it before oh okay, my god you have think about it for two more seconds but 
since I chose alive, don't put any sort of preconceived notions like, well, because Wes chose alive, I can't. I, I did, I'm not. Okay. I'm not okay. even thinking about. Honestly, I love you. I'm not even okay. thinking about your choices at this time. Okay. I'm going with alive. Okay, that's my. And choice. I cannot believe, after two weeks, sixty-four songs. 1500 miles in between us two totally different ways of looking at Pearl Jam feeling them hearing them that it is I would have never thought at the beginning that we would have picked the one flipping song that is the same gosh darn song like (laughs) there is just no way that this could happen and how and like I said I tried to keep alive you kind of pulled like, back a bit. I tried yeah. to keep it away. Right, right. I, I, for just the simple fact that it is a quintessential easy choice. But ladies and gentlemen, this was not easy for me. Just so you know, the 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 pain and the strife <laughs> and just the utter torment I had to go through to listen to all this amazing music. I mean, it was a rough couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, you know? I'm shocked. And, you, I'm sh- I'm shocked that you went with Alive. I'm shocked. I didn't know. I would have thought you would have done something different to be honest. Right. I, I, yeah. I mean, when you said you were Rear thinking Rear, I was going to pull like maybe animal or deep yeah, or something a little some, harder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I think because we both landed on a live doesn't mean that we have the same musical taste and we, we, we enjoy Pearl Jam for the exact same reason. I think if you pulled, like you said, if you did a random poll, I think a live would win out. 30 to 40 percent of the time still still because still. Of just, like i said just because of like without that song i don't think you have what the pearl jam we know today 30 years yeah my friends coming up soon will be the first time that 10 was dropped alive hit the radio this was the song and when you hear it on the radio now, even it gives you chills. Like I can't turn it off. I know. Dude, I turn it up. I know. <laughs> when I catch it on the radio, I'm like, thank you. Now other people can hear this. I'm like, <laughs> no shit. They've been hearing this for the last 30 years, Wes. Like, come on. It's not a new song. I, and, and that's the thing. It doesn't matter what part of the song, if it's on the radio, it, the, the volume does not go down. No. The volume goes up. Even if it's the last 20 seconds, I don't care. I'm, I'm cranking it. So for me, it's got everything I need in a Pearl Jam song. It's just got amazingly strong vocals all the way through. Have you ever tried to karaoke the song, people? It is, dude, I don't, I, I can't even do it. Like, my voice just starts to crack after, like, the first two minutes. I cannot sustain what this guy's doing. Have you heard Mike McCready in the song? Oh, my God. All the way through, it's just crazy. Have you heard how the song just fills in towards the middle and you've just got all these different kind of sounds and all this different resonance that's going through here. It is crazy. And it's also equally crazy that this song is about what the song's about, but it has transformed in such a way that not only when you hear the studio version, but when you go to a live concert and you hear this, everybody is together. Yeah. You've got this Pearl Jam family. You call them the Jammers. They travel the world. You don't know any of these people, but you know all these people. And this is one of those bands that when you go to a show, 
you know you're amongst your kin. You know you could easily go and link arm in arm. It's like hands across America. Right. You could totally like get everybody in a huddle in a big group hug, singing alive, and mm-hmm. it will be a, a religious yeah. Yeah, yeah. experience yeah. and a religious moment. Right. Right. Well done, man. I, I, honestly, I'm I'm very pleased that you that you went this that you chose. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we picked the yeah. same song. What it's, the hell? It's yeah, it, it makes sense though. So, and I think the last thing I'll say about Alive, given the state of the local and global national climate, whatever, it's a song like this that has transformed so much to take on a completely different meaning from when it was originally had pen to paper that when you're singing, I am alive, I am alive. It really just makes you feel like you should be really appreciative of the moments that you have and that we're still trucking mm. and that we are can still come through insanely tough times. And we know like a song like this, just the feel of the song, it, it lets you know things will be better, right? We can do this. We can get back. And so I am just utterly thankful for every Pearl Jam song has gotten me through so much shit over the past year. And I'm still kind of tripping that on a 64, we picked the same song, but you know, it's alive, dude. So what are you going to do? Right? Yeah, right. Right. It was destiny. Right. It was destiny. Maybe they, that should be a song, a name of one of their new songs. You know, Ed's got some cool names. He should pick a song like, Write a song called Destiny. Yeah, I wonder sure. what that will sound like. Probably rock your socks off, bro. There you go, man. Oh well, my god, what do you think of that? Yeah, hi? that was good, man. And I, I would love to to get some feedback from the listeners. So again, hit the uh, email and uh, draw some yeah. draw sixty four of your favorite Pearl Jam songs and see who comes out holding the uh, the net. Yeah, right. Do it. Do it with one of your best Pearl Jam jammer friends. Don't forget to have a Zoom call when you pick your uh, 64 so you can because when we did it, we kind of listened to about like 30 seconds of each song and we're like, oh, yeah, I'm glad this song's in. (laughs) Oh, no, I can't believe it's going to go up against this song. And it's a good bonding experience. And what a way to start off season two, episode one. Yeah, man, that's right. Just such a hard game, right? Cool. Sounds good, man. Thanks, Nina. Well, Great love, job, brother. I cannot wait till next week. And uh, for all you people listening out there, uh, we love you for listening to us. Uh, can't wait to hear from you. And we can't wait till next week. So you guys just keep on rocking in the free world.